Empower the use of open source with software composition analysis from Revenera. Hello, and welcome to another software composition analysis podcast from Revenera. I'm your host, Kendra Morton, product marketing manager at Revenera. And today's guest is Marcus Lucero, senior open source analyst at Revenera. And Marcus, thanks for joining me today. It's so good to have you. Yes, of course. It's always nice to see you, Kendra. Good morning. Yeah, good. Yes, good morning. So you wrote a recent blog post titled Understanding GPL Linking Exceptions. We thought it was worthy of a, you know, a, a more detailed discussion. So let's start with this. Could you explain kind of the basics of the GPL linking exceptions? So of course. So the basic principle of the linking exception is to enable you to link libraries without applying the full terms of the GPL. So let me kind of set up a scenario here. So we see code being distributed many different ways, right? We have human readable code, which is something that a developer may see um, on something like GitHub. So this is all human readable code, it's source code, right? So for most um, enterprise applications, what we do is we have to build code into human readable or machine readable form, right? So we're looking at executable files. Um, this is something that mm-hmm. an end user might use, like an end user that may be downloading an application like Firefox or something like that. And for that application to work, mm-hmm. they have to use that executable code um, to uh, make the product work. Um, mm-hmm. In the enterprise world, we have what we would consider DLLs and executable files that all are developed and distributed as a, as a product. And so for each of those, for your proprietary code to work, um, in that kind of build scenario where you're having executable code, you have multiple libraries that are communicating together, right? So in one executable file, there may be four or five different applications um, that are communicating to work together. So what we call, that was what we call linking. Um, this doesn't, <clears throat> this is, uh, you know, definitely a more enterprise application. So this is where we're looking at proprietary code that's interacting with third other third-party code, um, which this is where we're looking at linking, and this is where we're talking about a GPL exception. So what are the exceptions of using this code underneath the GPL? Is that you can link code to interact with your code if it's GPL licensed with an exception. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So you Great. also talked Perfect. about yeah, <laughs> statically and dynamically linked codes. What are the primary differences between those two? So the difference between these two is the way that these linked libraries are communicating. So for instance, I have proprietary code and I want to compile it um, at the end of the compile time. It's where it's going to be compiled into one file, right? So we call this statically linked. So this would be my proprietary code working with three other applications, but you would see it as one individual file. That's what we call statically linking. So one file. Dynamically linked is when you have multiple files. So let's say my proprietary code is under one, you know, executable called .exe. And then I have three or four applications that it needs to work with um, that could be dependencies. So for my code to function, it needs to communicate with these three other applications. And so those would be three other uh, or three other binary files um, that would be communicating together through a runtime linking. So this is where we would be, um, it would be communicating with another another file to tell those, th- those four or five applications to communicate with each other. And we call that dynamically linking. <clears throat> so how I try to think of it is static, one, dynamic, multiple. <laughs> and then, um, and that's how they're uh, so statically and dynamically. Yeah. Okay, very good. So in the case of statically uh, linked code, right? Uh-huh. 
how does the GPL and the LGPL license code affect users? Okay, so let's let's take the perspective of someone distributing proprietary code. So with the dynamically linked or statically linked code, when we have just one individual file, <clears throat> the reason the GPL except or the LGPL linking exception exists is that if you're distributing code under um, one file, be my proprietary code, which is then being distributed as one individual file with other GPL code, you have to distribute everything under GPL. And the reason for this is that the GPL, the reason the GPL exists is because they want their code to be distributed freely, right? So if you're distributing that with proprietary code, that all falls under the GPL license. The reason the LGPL exists or the linking exception for GPL exists is so that those individual files that are maybe separate from your proprietary code, those still are free. So in either way, statically, using GPL, all your code is going to be um, under and distributed under the GPL. Obviously, this is not a preferred method, right? We don't want our proprietary code all of a sudden to become distributed freely. freely. Um, under the LGPL, um, if we have LGPL code that is uh, statically linked, this also makes it so that your code has to be distributed under LGPL as well. So the LGPL code stays LGPL and your proprietary code then becomes LGPL as well. That's under the statically linked scenario. Mm -hmm. All licenses apply. So with dynamically linked, LGPL code allows that LGPL code is going to stay LGPL, but your proprietary code stays proprietary. So the best case scenario for us, um, for any commercial application or developer is going to be using a, your code dynamically linked and um, only using LGPL code or GPL code that has a linking exception in it. And there's multiple linking exceptions. There are gonna be class path linking and you know uh, other sort of linking exceptions that are just under the GPL umbrella. Okay, very good. And you answered, I was gonna ask you the same question about dynamically linked code and, and you, you answered it beautifully, so thank you. Um, so what are some ways that users can avoid conflict with LGPL license code and specifically GPL license code? So, you know, not to be funny, but just follow the rules. <laughs> um, you know, the GPL code is going to always affect your code, no matter how it's linked. It's dy dynamically linked, statically linked. So just avoid using GPL code. Um, to avoid any other conflicts, we always, you know, advise that you you use your code dynamically instead of statically linked. And so this is going to be uh, in the case of using any code that's LGPL or anything that's GPL without linking exception. Um, so to avoid conflict, avoid GPL, and then always, um, you know, link your code dynamically. There's other benefits of using dynamically linked code and statically mm -hmm. linked code, just, you know, mm -hmm. for load time and other scenarios. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I do want to notice or note is that when we're looking at plugins or other, um, uh, uh, how do I say, dependency packages, so for instance, Maven modules or Node modules or anything like that, anything that is a plugin or a dependency is always going to be dynamically linked. So this is where we see a lot of confusion um, with our with a lot of our customers when we do audits. So after an audit, we will go in and we'll have a conversation, an advisory session with someone. And they get really scared when they say GPL, you know, but then they don't really pay attention to the fact that as a linking exception, and this is going to be found in a lot of, uh, you know, scenarios where we're using dependency packages. Um, you know, 90% of our customers all have some sort of dependencies 
And um, this is where we see, you know, the red flags and people get scared. But then when we advise them, it's like, you know, these all have linking exceptions. Um, as long as these are dynamically linked, we're okay. And we do see scenarios where it's statically linked and then that becomes an issue and then they have to kind of break those apart and distribute them slightly differently. Um, so that's how we avoid conflicts is just um, stick to those rules mm-hmm. and um, you should be fine. <laughs> Play by the rules, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, are there other exceptions perhaps that you see out there quite a bit? Yeah, and they all kind of boil down to be the same. You know, we have different ones that are slightly different, you know, the class path exception and the GCC runtime library exception are slightly different. Basically has a lot to do with modifications and how modifications are then distributed as well. Um, But generally, you know, we also see autoconf and things that are, you know, exceptions that are uh, kind of created at build time. And generally they kind of boil down to the same thing is that, um, you know, the linking is is okay under certain scenarios. So you definitely want to read the content of all of those linking exceptions because they're slightly different and they will affect you in different ways. Mm-hmm. But basically, they're, they're basically the same. Very good. Well, thank you, Marcus. This was, I'm glad we really had the chance to kind of get back together um, and break down GPL linking exceptions a little further. Um, I think it was a great addition to your, to your blog and I have a feeling we'll be talking again real soon. So thank you for taking the time to do this today. Of course. Yeah. It's always, uh, it's a, it's can be a very uh, confusing conversation for a lot of people. So I'm glad we were able to break it down a little more. Absolutely. Great. Thank you. So thanks to our audience. Be sure to join us for future Revenera Software Composition Analysis podcasts and follow our Field Notes SCA blog and catch more posts like this one from Marcus and other analysts and experts. If there are topics you want to hear more about, feel free to reach out to me. You can um, um, email me at kemorton at revenera.com. So we see you soon. Empower the use of open source with software composition analysis from Revenera.